Welcome to the Complex Lady Boss Podcast, a place for entrepreneurs and solopreneurs with complicated lives. I'm your host, Amy Lynn Denham. Over the course of this podcast, we'll discuss everything about living the complex lady boss lifestyle, from emotional overload and self-care to running an effective online business. If your life is complicated and you find yourself struggling to keep your life and your business afloat, this podcast is for you. Welcome back to the Complex Lady Boss podcast. This episode is going to be a little bit different from the ones that you've heard so far this season where I've been interviewing people. Um, And it's going to be a little bit different in the sense that it's not going to be as professional sounding. Um, I just want to get real. I want to take an episode here to just really get raw. We are in what has really been termed unprecedented times, right? I don't know about you, but every time that I listen to the news, I hear the word unprecedented, unprecedented, unprecedented a lot. It's really just kind of become the buzzword of of this pandemic. I think I've heard unprecedented more than I've heard COVID-19, if I'm honest. So what does that mean? You know, what does that mean for us to live in these completely new times, to be unsure of how long this is going to last, and what the lasting implications and and um, consequences will be? Right, because a lot of a lot of the talk, at least in my circles and on the news where I live, when we had like our first few cases here in Canada. And then here in Ontario, to be more specific as well, there was all of this talk of this will blow over in a couple weeks. No big deal. No big deal. We only have a couple cases. This isn't China. It's not going to happen here. It's not going to happen to me. I mean, I felt like we all sounded like a bunch of teenagers. And I honestly wasn't quite so sure that that was going to really be how it would pan out. Um, but I think that our media and more than anything, our government didn't want us to panic and wanted to make sure that they took into account everyone's mental health. So it was, you know, a couple weeks, it'll be a couple weeks. We'll just, we'll cancel school for a couple weeks and then, you know, maybe by the beginning of April, everything will kind of be back to normal. You'll be out doing your thing. And now it's seeming like it's going to last longer and longer. They're saying here in Ontario that they don't think that kids will be back to school probably until next school year. So we could be looking at September by the time that kids go back to school, which means to me that they are seeing this prolonged at least until July, since our summer holidays run July, August here. It's the end of, well, yeah, close to the end of March. I actually had to look at a calendar there because the days are blurring together right now. And that tells me, so March, April, May, June, at least four more months they're expecting for things to be so drastically altered that kids are not going to be in school, which tells me that there's still going to be some businesses that are closed, which is interesting. And it's definitely not something I was prepared for. I mean, it's it's not something I thought was going to happen when I rang in the new year this year. It didn't go through my head like, hey, you know what might happen this year? 
No, that never happened, in my mind at least. And, you know, the faster that it's progressing and the faster that we're getting new things put out and new restrictions, new rules. Um, Yesterday, our premier here in Ontario, Doug Ford, announced that they will be closing all non-essential businesses starting tonight at 11.59 p.m. or something. I'm recording this, by the way, on March 24th at approximately 9 a.m. So he announced that last night, and non-essential businesses included, like, less than I thought. The number of essential businesses was more than I expected, so things like bicycle repair shops are even going to be open. I was expecting it to just be pharmacies and grocery stores. So that kind of took me off guard, but it's actually kind of nice to know that we have access still to more things, but also I do think that we need to be at home more and not out more. So there's that. Now that kind of gives you an update as to what's going on here where I live. I know that depending on where you live, things might be different. There might, everything might be open where you live if there isn't much in terms of, like, if there aren't very many cases, um, if there's no evidence of community spread. Um, Here in Ontario, as of 4 a.m. this morning, there were 503 confirmed cases in Ontario. And the last I heard, which was last night, there were, I think, 32 cases in Hamilton, where I live. And I live in a densely populated area. Um, Hamilton's kind of, if you don't know where it is, it's sort of sandwiched in between Toronto and Niagara Falls. So we have a fair few people here. So measures that close things down and kind of try to keep people home are potentially more likely to happen in a place where it could spread so quickly with so many people. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what their thought process is. So based on where you live, you may have different rules and you may have, be seeing different things. And so that might affect the way you view it differently. So that's that's worth noting as we get into this conversation. What I really want to talk about in this whole raw and real episode is the effects that this can have on your stress levels and processing ability because we we talked in past episodes and we will talk more in future episodes about how to build your business how to have boundaries with people who are now in your home who may not have been in your home all day every day anyway um we We'll talk about finding opportunities in times of, you know, stress and all of that and times where it doesn't seem like there are very many opportunities out there. There may actually be opportunities for you to grow your business, et cetera, et cetera. That's really been the focus of this season. But I want to make sure that we don't, you know, ignore the elephant in the room, as they would say. I want to make sure that we talk about how this actually impacts us. 
And yes, we will talk about self-care and we already have to a point. And we will talk about it more as I bring in guest speakers um, who are more trained in that. Um, I do have a fair bit of a background in it myself, but I want to get you some more opinions and some more tips from people who work with people on that daily. So that is, has been, and will continue to be part of our conversation. But let's just break it down. Let's get, let's get real. Um, For me, this past two weeks, I will say, has really, it's flown by. It's, but at the same time, it's been kind of the longest two weeks ever. (laughs) And it's a really weird thing. And I think that somebody on the news or on the radio, I can't remember where I heard it, but somebody said that it's being called like COVID-19 time or something like that. Um, Like your perception of time has been altered, maybe because of the self-isolation of it all. Um, For me, that's not so much the case. So I have a, and I think some of you will also have an interesting perspective on it. As somebody who works from home, I don't really go out much to begin with. I'm, I'm actually quite happy to just stay home. Um, I don't mind going out. It's not like I'm, I'm afraid to or anything, but I'm okay here. I can, I have lots of hobbies that are home-based. So I putter around the house when I'm not working and I play in my gardens and whatever. So for me, the altered perception of time that's kind of happening here is less related to being home all the time and more related to, I think, mental processing. Because this is a lot to process. Like, this isn't just, okay, guys, you know, we're all staying home because, I don't know, there's something wrong with the highway or whatever. Um, We aren't sure about what's going to happen here. We don't know how long this is going to last. We don't know how it's going to affect the people in our lives. We don't know how many people are going to die from this. We don't know how many people will get sick. We don't know if there will be a mutated version of this virus that comes along. We don't know what will happen to the economy in the process of all of this happening. Some of us don't know where our next paycheck will come from. There are a lot of don't knows out there. And as we look to our experts, our politicians, our scientists, they don't know either a lot of the time. They're doing their best to keep us calm and to find out things as quickly as they can. And of course, being experts, they will likely figure it out faster than we will, as just whatever the heck it is we do for a living. But the reality is that they don't know. And that's a lot to process. And I'm not trying to say this to frighten anyone. I'm saying it to be real. Because we can act as though it's not happening or tell ourselves that everything's going to be fine by next week. But the reality is that it's not. Are there better outcomes and worse outcomes in the realm of possibilities? Sure. Do I think that we should all jump to the worst case scenario and just assume that's going to happen? Absolutely not. It is important to stay grounded, 
to stay realistic, to maintain an optimistic view of how this could go. I think that that's most important because having an optimistic view will lead us to be more understanding, more compassionate. It will bring us together as a community. And when I say community, I mean like the entire world community, not just my immediate community in my neighborhood, not community of people who sound or look like me or have the same language as me or whatever, like our global community. If we're able to remain optimistic, I do think that this is one of those, we will get through this together scenarios. I also think that it's important to remain realistic and to be prepared for what may come and to be flexible, which is something else that has come up in these episodes, to remain flexible with the way that we do things and to understand that this might alter the way that healthcare is run in the future. This may alter the way that we do business as we're seeing more and more businesses move online right now. So it might alter things. And that doesn't need to be a bad thing. It doesn't need to mean that, you know, we failed or anything. It can be an evolution of a sort. It can be, you know, something happened, something obviously tragic. Lots of people are are getting sick and are dying from this virus. And we may have to make some changes as a result of it. I think maintaining a realistic view of that is important for our mental health because we will be able to be more accepting of change as it comes if we expect that it's possible. Doesn't mean we have to jump in and dive right in there and say, okay, this is it. This is how it's going to be now. But to understand that there are possibilities of things changing. I think is important for our mental health. So I've named this episode Walk Your Talk, which I think is something that a lot of you have likely heard before. And I named it that for a very particular reason. I have not been walking my talk. I have been talking a lot about how it's important to find balance and how it's important to make room for self-care and to not overwhelm yourself, et cetera, et cetera. In general, when you're just working from home as a complex lady boss to begin with, add on the stresses that come with a global upheaval, such as the one that has come along here with COVID-19. And those things become a lot more important. And yet... (laughs) I laugh because I am just shaking my head at myself here. And yet, I haven't slept much this week. And I haven't been doing my physiotherapy as much as I'm supposed to. I had a couple days where I ate really crappy, which which for my body is like, I really can't make little concessions like that. Um... And I I just, I haven't really taken some time to do self-care. 
So I have not been walking my talk. I have been instead throwing myself into my work. I've been creating this podcast season um, at warp speed, tracking down people to participate, pre-interviewing them. Um, like there's a lot more that goes into a podcast than I think some people realize. So I have to pre-interview them. I have to write out the introduction and, and outro scripts to make sure that I cover everything I need to cover, um, create a framework for the episode, actually record it, edit it, upload it, get it all ready on my websites and create. My brain just broke. See, there's my point. Tired. <laughs> graphics. That's what I was looking for. I have to create graphics. So the list goes on and on. So I've added that on top of my regular work that I have for my clients. Um, trying to, I've been in the middle of taking a course. Uh, that was happening before all of this COVID-19 stuff began. So I've been slowly working at that, trying to find more clients. And that's the kicker too, is I feel like I need to really, really be working hard right now. And I feel like I really, really need to be making sure that I'm bringing in as much money as possible right now because I don't know what's going to happen. And I don't know, will I have clients? Will they disappear? Will I have more clients because people are moving online? Where are those opportunities for me? Which is part of why I made this podcast was to answer those questions for all of us. And yet I'm still though, like, oh my gosh, you know, like if I end up being the only one in our household who's working, like I really need to make some money and I really need to have a lot of clients, et cetera, et cetera. So I put the pressure on myself too. So it's not just a matter of increased stress in the world. Um, trying to process all of that, make sense of it, swallow it, accept it, prepare for it, be realistic about it without panicking. It's not only changes to the way that our household is functioning. It's not only potential financial impacts of this. Um, it's not only just business as usual, and it's not only taking care of my health as usual. It's not only not sleeping enough. It's also this pressure to work as much as humanly possible in order to secure as much as I can for the future. And I'm going to bet, I'm not going to literally bet any money on this, but I would bet that a lot of people listening are experiencing that too. Maybe that's why you're listening. So that's where I'm at. And I wanted to make this episode... So that you know that if you're feeling that way, you're not alone. But also, this is your reminder that you matter. This is your reminder that even though you feel like slowing down might be one of the scariest options you have right now, it's important. And it reminds me of the saying... If, you know, if you're on an airplane and the plane's going down, who do you give the oxygen mask first to first, you or your kid? And people are like, oh my God, my kid, oh, they're so much more, they're so important. Oh, they're, oh, my baby, baby, my baby. 
And then, you know, the rebuttal is, but if you give the mask to your child and then you pass out, who's going to put a mask on you? If you put the mask on yourself first, you can always get one onto your child afterward. And then that way your kid still has you and, and, you know, so it's, it's about taking care of yourself so that you can take care of other people in that sense. If we're going to talk about finances and business, and if you're feeling like you need to work, 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 and just push the rest of it aside in order to focus on working right now, because you're the one who works from home. I want you to stop and think about that mentality for a minute. I want you to think about your work like it's a child on an airplane kind of a thing, you know? I want you to think, if I keep giving and giving and giving and giving and giving to only my work, and I neglect myself in the process, what happens to me? And if I am too strung out, burnt out, depleted to continue working, then what good is that done? Because the work won't just, it's not like you work really hard right now and somehow it'll just spin itself off and just do it on its own. So I want you to think about that. If you're feeling similarly, if you're, if you're putting that pressure on yourself, I really want you to consider that because it, it, it became very clear to me in the past 24 hours that I was doing that. And you're going to see that as much as I wanted to have an episode out every day, just to you know, keep things moving in this conversation and give you as many resources as possible. I'm remembering that I also need to focus on making sure I'm okay. So for me, I'm going to be reducing my work hours. I'm going to be focusing a larger portion of the hours that I do work on my clients and a smaller portion to my websites, my blog, and my podcast, they will still be going. I am still here. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to slow it down a bit. I'm going to stop. I'm going to take a breath. I'm going to go outside. The weather's supposed to be good this week. I'm going to go and sit in my garden, even though there's hardly anything green in it right now. But I'm going to clean it out and get it ready. You know, I'm going to do those things that make me feel good and keep me grounded, which is something we talked about in the previous episode. And I really think is very important. Stay grounded. It might feel weird to do something normal right now. For me, that that's, that's the case for me. A lot of the time I am, you want me on your side in a crisis. I'm that person. I I have lists for days. I'm like, okay, crisis time. All right. This is what we need. You know, all of this is everything we're missing in terms of our groceries. Let's get that done. You know, this is 
what we need to do if we need to quarantine someone in our house. Here's our quarantine room. Let's move this around, move that around. Here's a place for the kids to play. Here's this, here's that. Like, I am very good at that part. But in that process, I get really wrapped up in just getting things done. And I forget to stop. I'm going to go ahead and assume that if someone were to like psychoanalyze me or whatever, that that's my way of dealing with anxiety. I take control and I do whatever I can in order to feel like I have some sense of control over it. And if you're similar, I'm going to tell you, you don't really have a lot of control. You only have like a certain small portion of actual control in situations like these. Go ahead and exercise it. You know, go ahead, make your lists. Do your things you need to do in order to make sure that your family has what they need, et cetera, et cetera. But don't let it consume you because you can lose yourself. And before you know it, you're going to be way too tired to be of any help to anyone, much less to yourself. So that's my talk for today. And that's definitely not a normal podcast episode here on the Complex Lady Boss podcast. But I do think that it's important that we share these things with each other as a community and that we support each other and let each other know that we're not alone. And a lot of these feelings are very normal. A lot of these patterns are very easy to slip into. This is just my experience. And these are my tips kind of based on my experience. Find something that grounds you. Find something that's normal and do that. Make time for it. There's going to be a pull to overload yourself. Don't. Don't. Just don't. And for those of you, so that's kind of like in the fight or flight freeze sort of mentality. Some people, that's the fighter, you know. And some people just want to be flight. And if you're going to be the flight kind of person, you're likely going to just do only normal things and pretend like this isn't happening to those people. I say, be careful because you you could put yourself at risk. Um, and for the freeze people who just don't know what to do, reach out, reach out and, and ask for some help. It's nothing to be ashamed of, and it can be mental health help, or it can be help from a friend or help from a family member. Um, There's nothing wrong with you if you are a fighter, a flighter, that's not a word, but we're going to go with it, or a freezer. Everybody deals with things their own way, but identify how you're dealing with it and if there is any room for improvement and reach out. I'm going to stop there. I think that this has gone on long enough. So if you have any questions or comments, though, please reach out to me. That concludes this episode of the Complex Lady Boss podcast. As usual, please hit like and subscribe on whatever platform you are listening to this podcast on. You can find me on Twitter at Amy Lynn Writing, and I do invite you to visit my websites, amylynnwriting.com and complexladyboss.com for blog posts, courses, and much more. Thanks for listening.